וישא ישראל ויעט אוהלה מאהלה למגדל עדר. יעקב גאון, הוא פונה את הטנדן. הנה קדיתא במדרש, אשר אחר כל הרפתקאות שעלו על יעקב אבינו עליו השלום, מילת רחל, מיתת רחל הייתה קשה לה מכולם. יעקב היה לו A true tzaddik understands that his expansive consciousness is, is not a blimp on a screen of divine knowledge. Right? If you, even if you take, forget about divine knowledge just for a second, if you take all the brains of all of humanity right, that have existed from ever to today and you try to fit your brain in there, you, you won't find it. Right? And now imagine all of... All of the brains, all of the knowledge, all of the minds together are, are not a drop in the ocean of God's infinite knowledge. Huh? So the great tzaddikim, their job is to not ask questions. Huh? As a brother in many places in spirituality, don't ask lama, ask lama. Right? Shrita doesn't ask why, he asks what for. Right? What's the goal? Because the tzaddik says, Obviously, everything is for, for the best. There is a flock. Flock is prosperity, right? Gives you, gives you uh, an ability to do other things because you have, uh, you have uh, food surplus. And he went to Migdal Eder. He went to the place of Tokfus. He went to the place of, of strength. And really, there is great depth in Rachel's passing. As it's brought down in the Zohar Kaddish. That Rachel is Alma Deit Kasya. Leia is Alma Deit Galia. Right? The revealed world, the hidden world. And Rachel couldn't go into Eretz Yisrael. Right? Yaakov can only be... Yaakov was always going to marry Rachel. Without love and tricking him, he was always going to marry Rachel. Then when he go back to Eretz Yisrael, Rachel is going to pass away. Because Rachel can't live in Eretz Yisrael because she is Al-Madid Galia. And then he was going to go back and take Leah. Right? But love and tricked him and therefore he took Rachel and Leah at the same time. She created jealousy and other problems, but that's fine for now. Rachel was uh, this, this, this great idea of there's a divine world out there that we have to go reach. Right? Even though Yaakov had many troubles in this passing of Rachel is his worst trouble. Worst trouble. Right? He still doesn't ask questions about God. 
He's not questioning God's God's narrative, God's God's idea, because he understands that Kadosh Baruch Hu understands why things happen. Right? See, try explain, explaining to a, a a little kid the concept of a, of giving your money to some firm who's going to invest it and take it and maybe give it back to you later if it doesn't collapse. You're like, what? I don't get it. Why am I taking all my right? We don't understand that in our in our. We have to advance a little bit in our understanding of a, of economy and our investment and fluctuation and why is it better for me to give my money and not hold on to it because, you know, the inflation and the money's not going to be worth so much later. So, I you know, I have to kind of invest it. So at least if I give back, you know, X amount, it's going to be worth the same amount that it was before, et cetera, and, and so on and so forth. And Yaakov says, okay, I got gave me Rachel. He took her away. I, I don't know. Don't know why. Don't understand it. There's a Gvald story in the in the Independence War. Many, many, most of the army was people who just got off the boat, got off the boat from uh, from barely surviving the Holocaust. These people were barely alive, and uh, okay, that was it. There's uh, five countries that tried to destroy Israel, and we had we needed every man we could, and and, uh, and many of these kids, many of these people coming off the off the um, off the boat from from Europe didn't survive. And there's one one grave, one grave in in the old cemetery of Jerusalem, um, and it's of a boy, nineteen, twenty years old, who um, survived Auschwitz and came to Israel with his father and fought in the Independence War and died and died fighting. And at his funeral, there's a funeral of the uh, of the IDF, and people came, and his father. And people really didn't know what to do. This kid literally survived Auschwitz just to die. And his father started singing. And people were like, I don't know, what's going on? And his father said, I lost my my other children. I lost my wife. I lost my parents. I lost my siblings. I lost my niece and nephews for nothing. For nothing. There's not a gravestone for them. There's not a body to bury. There's not a place to come to. They were all just wiped off the face of this planet. And here my only son left. Not only did he not die for nothing, he lived for something. Not only is there a place to visit him, not only is there a place to, to, to mourn him, not only is there a memory of him. Right? And everybody standing there said that was, no one else can have that mindset. So we don't know God's midas, why Kaddish Baruch does things. We don't understand them. But the more a tzaddik you are, the more you don't ask questions because the more you understand that you're, 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 you're far from. You're far from. So it says Rabbi Nachman, the Meshilach, the different Gilgal of Rabbi Nachman, it says like this, Kizot tzaricha adam levakesh af she'asur le'arera achar midotav. Then God revealed himself that he can ask him. God revealed to Yaakov that Yaakov can really ask why God did this. Even though you're not allowed to ask questions about God, you can ask why. For what? You can ask what for? 
See, if something happens in the world and I don't know why it happens, it's not going to help me. I need to understand why it's happening. So I can't ask God, why? Why'd you do this? You have no mercy, etc. No. But I have to say, God, you decided that, that you know, Rachel should die. Can you please tell me why? Right? Tell us a mashal. It's like Hashem with with people when they're like struggling with Tars in this world. It's like a a mother and a baby needs a diaper change, and she's like wiping his butt, and he's crying. But she's like, obviously, there's nothing bad happening. You know, it's all it's all Rahmanas. But like the baby's still crying. He's so upset, but like he just doesn't understand what's happening. So those who really want to do God's will, there's, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing, uh, um, there's nothing God's going to hide from them. Yeah, I mean, we know in the story of Sodom, God says, I'm going to hide from Avram what I'm going to do. There. And then that's why God showed him the whole story through Reuven. And the Meshidach says the following. It says, after Rachel passed away, Yaakov asks God to let me understand. And God shows him the mice of Reuven. And then it says the Bnei Israel are 12 Shvatim. Are 12 Shvatim. Right? And when there are 12 Shvatim, then, then, now, now you understand. Right? Uh, Rachel finished her job in this world. We finished what we're doing. And now we're heading into a place of the 12 tribes. Now there are 12 tribes. They're mentioned 16 times in different orders. And Meshilach is very, very fond of this idea because it's not, it's not only um, um, the fact that these 12 tribes are the symbolize the 12 pshutos as we spoke about the yud gimel the, the yud, 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 yud bet letters that are not the beged kaporet or the emesh or the amot and they're not they're also the they're, 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 they're also the, the horoscopes and the, and, the, and, the, and the lunar calendar the months of the year and therefore there's a lot of depth in this 12 this 12 plays a huge facet in how we understand things and therefore, the fact that they're, uh, for, for, for 16 times, 16 times, they're mentioned in different orders, okay? Then, this really comes and teaches me something. Okay, now let's try to, a little bit, because this is not, uh, not the average Meshilach, but the first Seder, and he goes by chronological order, from uh, appearance. So, in Parshat Vayetze, the order is, Reuben Shimon Levi, Yehuda, Dan Naftali, Gad Ve'asher, Yisachar Zvulun Yosef Binyamin. What is that order? Order of birth. Okay. Reuven Shimon Levi Yehuda, then Dan Naftali, then Gad and Asher, then Yisachar and Zvulun, and then Yosef Binyamin. It's the order of birth. Hmm. Then in Parshat, Vayishlach, when Yaakov is now coming to his father, when he's coming to his father, so he's coming back to his father, the Seder is like this, Reuben Shimon Levi Yehuda, 
Yisachar Zvulun, Yosef Binyamin, Dan Naftali, Gad Asher. Which is the order of what? Re- Leah's kids, Rachel's kids, Leah's, Shifcha's kids, Rachel's, Shifcha's kids. Okay? Okay? So, Reuben, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisachar Zvulun, okay. Yosef Binyamin, Dan Naftali, Gad Asher. Thank you. Go, go. Should be blessed. City. So, when he's coming to his father, the order is very obvious, right? Leah and Rachel, and then Zilpah and Bila. But when they come down to Egypt in Parshat Vayigash, in Parshat Vayigash, there's a different order. What's the order when they go to Vayigash? Reuben, Shimon, Levi. Yehuda, Yisachar Zvulun, Gad Asher, Yosef Binyamin, Dan Naftali. What's the order? Leah's kids. Right? And then, Leah's Shifcha. Thank you. And then, Rachel's kids. And then, Rachel's Shifcha. Okay? So, Leah's Kids on a more holistic level because her shifcha's kids are her kids, and Rachel's kids on a more holistic level because her shifcha are her kids. That's when they're coming to Vayigash. But then when Yaakov gives them a bracha, this is the order: Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Zvulun, Yisachar, Zvulun, Yisachar, okay, Dan, Gad, Asher, Naftali, Yosef, Binyamin. The order of the brachas is a different order. Not only is Zvulun and Yisachar switched, right? But instead of Dan Naftali, God Asher, we have Dan God Asher Naftali, right? So Naftali Ayala Shlucha is close to Yosef. Is there a time where it mentions Rachel's kids first? Because wasn't that like his intention? It does not seem so. From what I'm looking here. In Parsha era, we just have Reuben, Shimon, Levi mentioned because we're trying to get to the line, to Moshe Rabbeinu, and then, and then, and then the Anashim Shenakvulis Forty Israel in Parsha Bamidbar, and then in Parsha Bamidbar, when they're when they when they when they're counting Am Israel and they're counting via tribe, it's Reuben, Shimon, Yehuda, Yisachar, Zvulun, Ephraim, Menashe, Binyamin, Dan, Asher, God, Naftali. So Levi is no longer in. The counting, because Levi is Nachalas Hashem, right? Ephraim and Menashe are in the counting because Yosef is no longer in the counting. Why does he not? Oh, never mind, never mind. So you have Leah's children, Reuben, Shimon, Yehuda, Yisachar, Zvulun, Rachel's children, Ephraim, Menashe, Binyamin, and then the Shvachos, Dan Asher, God, Naftali, which is Dan Asher, God, Naftali, is almost the order of the Brachos of uh, in Vayechi, there it's Dan Gad Asher Naftali. Here it's Dan Asher Gad Naftali. Right. So instead of Dan Gad Asher Naftali, it's switched around. And then when we're talking about Bamidbar, about again the counting of the Mishpachotam, it's Reuven Shimon Gad Yehuda Yisachar Zvulun Ephraim Menashe Binyamin Dan Asher Naftali. Because we're already talking about the way they go in the Machane, right? And then say the Galim is Degel Yehuda. Yisachar Zvulun in the Mizrach, Tegel Reuven Shimon Gad in the Darom, Tegel Ephraim Menashe Binyamin 
in the Marav, and Degel Dan Asher Naftali Batzafon. Right? That's why Dan Asher Naftali, and they're already, already talking about how they encamp and move around. In the Nesim, the Korbanos, in Pashanaso, we have Yehuda Yisachar Zvulun, Reuven Shimon Gad, Ephraim Menashe Binyamin, Dan Asher Naftali, which is what? The same as the Degalim, right? Now this is how they're appearing in um, um, the order, right? So we, we're changing the order. So let's see what, what we had first. We first had chronological order. Then we had order of importance, okay? Rachel's children, Leah's children, Leah's children, Rachel's children, Leah's Shavachos, Rachel's Shavachos. Then we had Leah's holistic children, which are Leah and her Shivchas kids, and then Rachel's holistic children, Rachel and her Shivchas kids. Then we have the order of the Brachos. And the order of the Brachos is Reuben, Shemel, Levi, Yehuda, Zvulun, and then Binyamin, and then Dan, and then God, and then Asher, Asher, and then Yosef. Which is an order that doesn't play any one of these ways. Then, we start having based on the way they're encamped. And then, the Masav, the Degel of Alotcha, is Yehuda, Yisachar Zvulun, Venasu B'nei V'chulei, Reuven, Shimon Gad, Venasu HaKehatim, right, in the Kehatim, and then Ephraim, and Asher, Binyamin, and then Dan, Asher, Naftali. Right? So instead of talking about um, um, what, we've been, what we've been saying before, which is in um, 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 Mizrach, Darom, Marav, and Safon, now we have Bnei Kehat Gershon Merari mentioned also, right, as the encampment moving. Parshat Shlach, Reuven Shimon Yehuda, Yisachar, Ephraim, Ubinyabin, Zvulun, Menashedan, Asher Naftali Gad. Way out of order. Why? Why is it Reuven, Shimon, Yehuda, Issachar, Ephraim, Ubinyamin, Zvulun, Menashe, Naftali Gad? Because they're going based on Achla. And then the Chalukai and Pashapilchas, Reuven, Shimon, Gad, Yehuda, Issachar, Zvulun, Menashe, Ephraim, Binyamin, Dan, Asher, Naftali. And then, Nasi Echad, Lemata, Yanchilu, Aaretz, Beparshat Masay, says Yehuda Shimon, Binyamin Dan, Menashe Ephraim, Zvulun Yisachar, Asher Naftali. Parshat Kitavo, Shimon, Velevi Yehuda, Yisachar Yosef, Binyamin, Ve'ele, and then it just denotes other stuff, Reuben Gad, Asher Zvulun, Dan, Naftali. There's a breakup in the middle. And the way Moshe blesses them um, in Vezosa Bracha is Reuben, Yehuda, Levi, Okay? So, not upon the um, 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 tribes, not about the Melchana, because he, Levi shouldn't be in there, but Levi is in there. Not based on birth, because it should be Shimon, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, and it's Reuven, Yehuda, Levi. Binyamin and Yosef, right? Zvulun and Issachar come as a power couple. Gad, Dan, Naftali, Asher, and Shimon doesn't get a bracha. Okay? Which is spoken about. So, the Gemara, the, the, the Gemara already in Sota says that the Shvatim are never um, are never mentioned the same way, twice. Right? 
because they're always changing. They're always changing in importance. Why bring it up here? Uh, so the Mashiach is saying is that after Rachel dies, Yaakov is asking why? What are we doing? What, what's, the, what's, what, what's the goal of Rachel leaving? And Yaakov says, oh, you know why? Because now you have to take care of your children. Now you have to understand your children. Now, just because they were born chronologically in this way, doesn't mean that a, 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 a parsha later, they're still in the same order. And a parsha later, they're not in the same order either. And a parsha later, they're not in the same order either. There's constantly fluctuation. Till we have, you know, Reuven, Shimon being second, almost everywhere you're looking, you know, uh, um, um, until, until they, they, try, they divide up the, the Golem, he's always second. Till Vizos Abracha, he's not even mentioned, Shimon. Right? Or you have Yosef and Binyamin being last, and then all of a sudden, in the Brachos, Binyamin and Yosef are in the top five, in the starting five. There's a constant fluctuation. Here says the Meshilach, Why, why, why is, is Reuven it seems like it would be in levels of importance. Why, why is Reuven? It's a good question. Right, right. It's a good question. Now, the greater question is that the Meshilach says that there's 16 that are correlated to these 16 different ones. Now, once I sat down trying to crack and break and down and try to find some correlation, not, didn't, didn't do the job I wanted to do. So I'm not bringing here the Med Vayatsev to try to tell you this is this and this is this and the learning more. But the next time you say Med Vayatsev, I don't understand. There's, why, do we say, why do we say so many Shvachim, right? Emet Atau Rishon, Emet Atau, Emet Mitzrayim Galtanu, Emet, right? Emet mi Mitzrayim Galtanu, Adonai Elohenu, mi Bet Avadim Galitanu, Kol Bechorim Harakta. Hey, why do we have all these Shvachim so much that the Meashilach is telling us these deep ideas? But... The, 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 I think the takeaway, and, and this is the importance, is that in the Meshilach's eyes, and he says it here, he says like this, Ubechol said that Yeshlimu d'fni atzmo l'mi shepone atzmo l'divrei Torah. What's the chronology, what's the order? The order, based on Meshilach, is the order of Torah. So the chronological order, the first one makes sense. Okay? When baby Yosef is born, Reuben's already shtagging away. Say there? But then, we have a different order. And that is what? That Yosef and Binyamin are already learning Torah with the Bnei Shvachos or not. Mishaponet Malimut Torah, that's the importance. There's a famous, famous idea, there's a famous story brought down by, uh, by the Chernobyl Rebbe. The Chernobyl Rebbe said he, went, he once went up to Shemaim to see what's going on there. And he sees... Uh, older man, an older man, being Meshamesh, uh, right? Taking care of a very, uh, not young, but not, not, an old, not an old person at all. And he sees this old man attending the needs of this young person. And he says, I don't get it. In the Torah, Torah Delitata, de, de and the Torah that we have in the, in, down in the land, it says, Take care of the older. Right? You have to take care of the older. So why is this old man taking care of not an old man. And the old man looks at him and goes, oh, the Torah you have is Emes, also up here. But here, up here, the only count the minutes and hours and days and years you served God. So I'm much younger than this man over here. 
who's very, very old up here in Shemaim. So I'm taking care of him. I'm doing Shemesh. So the older guy, who's 80, 90, if you count up all the minutes that become hours, that become days, that become years, that he served Hashem, he's 10, he's 12, he's 15. But here was a 30-year-old. You can imagine Rabbi Nachman is 38 years old when he passes. The Arizal is also. The Ramchal is 40, right? Right? Ramchal passed away at 40. Yeah, there is all 38 and a half. Rabbi Nachman at 38 and a half. Right? There is all passed away at 38 and a half. The, the, the Rabbi Chaim Vital only knew the Arizal for an, a, a year and eight months <clears throat> before the, the he passed away. And all the learnings we get from him for those year and eight months. Everything we have from, from Rabbi Chaim Vital is he wrote down a year and eight months. Yeah, it's crazy. That's wild. Yes. 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 So you can imagine how old. Right? You probably wouldn't say the Arizal is 38 years old. Uh, somebody who's a uh, math, uh, and there's no math people here, that's why we're learning Israel. But somebody could tell you how many minutes or seconds that is, right? He could tell you. He is uh, 3 trillion billion whatever seconds, right? I'm not sure. What is, what's <laughs> right? That song with minutes in a year? I, well, not all of us went to, uh, to, to <laughs> Los Angeles schools of, uh, of wisdom. <laughs> no, it's from when. You send it to me. You send it to me. But the idea is, <laughs> right, is that here, the Mashiach is saying, is the, 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 the order of importance is not the order of importance of what you've accomplished, what you've achieved, what you've done. The order is the order of importance of how much you're serving God. And therefore, how old are you is not how old, how many years you've been around. How many years have you served in 1.2 billion in what? In what? And how many years? Seconds. 38 and a half. Oh, 38 and a half. 1.2 billion seconds? Mm, probably did it wrong. But okay. So nothing's a billionaire. Right? There is also a billionaire. So right, the, the, the idea here is that the, 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 the order, the order changes. And what's interesting is in order to understand is that Yehuda, who's the great tzaddik, all of a sudden, Yisachar and Zvulun, who are also great tzaddikim, are all first. Right? And who's next? Reuven, Shimon, and God. Right? are also now in that realm of serving Hashem because they're grouped together. And Ephraim and Menashe and Binyamin, right? Leah's kids. And the Shvachot's kids, Dan, Asher, and Naftali, are last, right? So you see that there's a, there's a great evaluation that the Ishbitzer is trying to tell us that when Rachel dies, see, this would not have been revealed to Yaakov if he would have been upset that he lost Rachel. But when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling you, when Yaakov says it, God, I'm not asking any questions about why you do things because I understand that you know best. I just want to understand, where do I go from here? Where do you go from here? You go to the 12 tribes. You go to the 12 tribes and you start bringing them together. And there's a lot spoken about between the order of Vayechi, which is the brachos that Yaakov gives, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Zvulun, Yisachar, Dan, Gad, Asher, Naftali, Yosef, Binyamin, and, ya- and, and Moshe Rabbeinu, which is Reuven, Yehuda, Levi, Binyamin Yosef, Zul Nisachar, Gad, Don, Naftali, Asher. A lot of talk about that in Chazal, about the different orders and who gets what bracha. But that's in depth.